Merry Christmas and happy holidays, everybody, and welcome to the last episode of 2021. In this episode, we talk about inflation, the Grinch of your financial plan. We hope you'll find this episode helpful. Please like, subscribe, and leave us a review. Thanks for listening and enjoy the episode. Welcome to the F-Sharp Podcast, presented by Harmony Wealth, a podcast geared to educate you on all things financial. Co-hosts Tanner Bortnam and Adam Henning discuss various financial topics presented in a consumable and entertaining manner. Tanner is a certified financial planner, JD, and financial expert, while Adam is a marketing professional and small business owner. It's time to harmonize. Sit back and enjoy the episode. Your future self will thank you. What are you trying to sing? You're a mean one, Mr. Grinch. Hello, Mr. <laughs> Grinch. As you're sitting there, oh, hello, sitting there in your Grinchy Grinch hoodie. Most ridiculous thing I've ever seen, but it's awesome. I love this hoodie. I think it's great. It's uh, Christmas time. This is our Christmas episode. So I, yeah, I, I am the Grinch. I... I that is my character in Christmas time. So why not wear this uh, sweatshirt I have? So does that mean you hate Christmas, or why are you the Grinch? Uh no, I don't. I don't particularly hate Christmas. Um, probably like the Grinch. I don't like gift giving. <laughs> I always uh, agreed. Yeah, Gre- I just that's the part I could I could go without. Everything else is fine. I think there's just a certain age and time, especially with family. And like yeah. with Greta, yeah. I just yeah. if I want something and she hates it, I'm just gonna buy it. I don't. Yes. I don't wait for a yes. birthday anymore. I don't wait for Christmas. I'm just gonna buy it and yes, save you stress. Yes. Like I, I like Christmas for the the stupid filler stuff, like the socks, you know, and the that was one of the the weird dumb things that we always hated as kids getting from our parents or me anyways was the. You know, the socks, the the pajamas, the underwear. It's like those are always the first presents to open, and <laughs> the annoying ones. Matching, right? Matching with your whole family. No, we never did the pajama thing, actually. But uh, yeah, I guess we'll have to. Even with Miles, I guess we'll have to do that as he gets older and remembers it. But <laughs> last year, you know, he was one. We opened presents <laughs> on like. Mm-hmm the 15th <laughs> just like yeah whatever buddy play you know you don't right. know one well, maybe we're and, terrible and, and that's a that's a good point no 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 i mean i think that's a good point you know, like when i was a little kid of course i like presents um you know i don't i don't have any kids um you know my, my sister doesn't have any kids yet like what once we have you know i have some nieces and nephews or you know a kid of my own or something like okay then that's different presents are different like seeing the joy of of little kids opening presents that that's cool to me i'm i'm fine with that it's just like 
I'm a hundred percent with you. When you become a doll, it's like, you know, if I want something, I want to buy it. I don't want to wait, you know, oh, well, this is on my Christmas list and we had to get the Christmas list out two months early so that people had plenty of time to buy stuff. So now I can't buy the things I want for two months. It's like, no, I just, I just buy it. You know, if I want something, um, you know, save up for it, make a good financial purchase, obviously, and, and, and then buy it. And then, you know, same thing for other people, like, uh, you know, you, you create a list well, you know what you're going to get. Yeah. But if you don't create a list, then it's up to chance. But then you might get stuff that sucks that you don't want. And the person and with the list doesn't want to get something on the list because that's boring. Yeah, exactly. And then you're like, well, I got something I don't want, but I have to pretend that I'm happy, but I can't really take it back because they're going to see me and I need to wear this every time that oh, I see them from now until the next yeah. two or three years. It's like this terrible triangle. It's like, why do we do this to ourselves? <laughs> that, why do we do this to ourselves? That reminds me of the absolute worst is the workplace exchange. God, nope, nope. Is what? The workplace. Like, your employer oh, gift exchange. Yes. Or, oh, no. Secret Santa. Yes. No, no. Yes. I'm out. Yes, please. <laughs> Let me get your $10 trinket. No, I don't need it. Yep. I don't need it. Um. <laughs> Anyways, that's enough. That's enough, Grinchy. I think I've turned you to the dark side. I mean, I knew I was over here. I might have brought you with. No, no, no. <laughs> I love Christmas. The best, best time of the year. Christmas movies. It's the best. Snow, right? Well, what's your favorite Christmas movie? No, no, not Snow. We've been over that one. Not Snow. But what's your favorite Christmas movie? Ah, uh, there's a lot. But the most played are Santa Claus, Home Alone, and Christmas Vacation. Um. Those are what about the Grinch? I like the Grinch. The Jim Carrey version, I think, is easily the <laughs> yep. and the cartoon. The cartoon is that, really good. Um, the OG, the old oh one? yeah, man, it's t- what thirty minutes. It's yeah, yeah. Uh, no, Jim Carrey. Jim Carrey's is the best. That's who I. That's who I feel like I am when I'm in this sweatshirt. I am Jim Carrey Grinch. Yeah, since you guys can't see it, it has it's a neon green hoodie with a giant Grinch <laughs> face from from Just hood smirking. to pockets. Just huge. Oh, yep. <laughs> all the way down. Just the Grinch face in did here. Your heart, awesome. Did your heart it's grow awesome. three sizes? When I got this, yes, because I, I can't take full credit. This is actually my dad's sweatshirt that he got one year for an ugly sweater. Uh, that is a great Competition gift. or whatever. Oh, yeah. Oh, yeah. Well, <laughs> he got it and wore it. And we all just died laughing, and I was so envious of it that he's like, okay, you'll wear it more than I will, so here, you can have it. Nice. But, it, oh, I when I saw him wearing it, I, I'm not kidding. I probably laughed for 10 minutes straight just looking at it. Mm. It was awesome. Well, we're talking about a Grinchy topic today, the Grinch the hell of we are. money and wealth, inflation. That's right. How the Grinch steals your money via inflation slowly and stealthfully. He tiptoes into your checking account. God, did you just come up with that? Via inflation. I literally <laughs> did on the spot. Nice. Well done. On the spot. We're getting well, better well, at this. Well, you teed it up with We're the Grinch. We're getting better at this. <laughs> I think so. <laughs> I, well, I think we are, but uh, we'll, we'll find out from our listeners. All right. Just, yep. As I said, we're getting better at this and just made sure i pressed record we did okay (laughs) (laughs) oh my gosh yeah that would have been bad that would have been all right ma'am inflation Uh, what is yeah let's get let's get into it what is inflation so inflation is 
Uh, it's just the cost of goods, you know, that that's going up. Uh, cost of anything, um, you know, think of, depending upon how old you are, um, you know, or um, it doesn't matter how old you are. You you've heard from either you, you know yourself through living it or your parents, grandparents, you know, whatever. Uh, you know, gas used to cost twenty five cents per gallon. Well, now it's over four bucks. You know, depending upon where you live, that that's inflation. Like it's just as time goes on, people make more money because people make more money and get raises. The cost of goods go up because the business has to pay those people more money to work there. Thus, the business needs to charge more for what they're selling to make up that cost, and so they go, they go hand in hand. As so, anyways, that that's just inflation. It's it's um, just the cost of goods um, and services going up over time, and. Uh, We've been pretty fortunate. Um, you know, this is obviously the, the end of 2021 here. And we've been pretty fortunate for, um, well, actually quite a while, 10, 10 plus years uh, for sure, uh, probably longer than that, that we, even back into the 90s, I mean, we haven't had tons of inflation, but, um, you know, you really got to get back into the 80s where we've had some high, high inflation. And, and so inflation has been pretty relatively low. Uh, which you know is is a good thing for people who are you know trying to save and, and be in retirement and whatnot. The cost of goods is, is going up slower, and hopefully you're making more and and outpacing that. Um, but we've been pretty fortunate. Um, however, unfortunately, you know with the coronavirus that came through in 2020 and the shutdowns and um, you know people not being able to work and businesses not being open, it it caused a huge huge logjam uh, in the supply chain. And now we are seeing higher inflation. You know, it's it's roughly between five and six percent right now. Typically, it's been, you know, between one and two. Maybe it goes over two a little bit, but it's been under three for for quite a quite a while. So uh, we're we're seeing kind of a, a change in that, and and that's why we wanted to have this you know this podcast go over it because it's something that's new. And I mean, I shouldn't say new. It's it it's always been there. It's just it's a situation we haven't experienced in in a long time and so i wanted to you know talk about it what is it um why does it matter uh you know different things like that um so yeah i did research that's it that's what inflation oh yeah all right let's hear it what are well, you 6.2 percent so far this year that's the largest since 1990 okay there we go yep according good to job. A, good job forbes i think is what i found that on sure yeah, yep that that sounds that sounds right. I think we're on track to get. Again, depends when the CPI comes out here, um, but I think we're on track to get. It might be like six point eight is um, estimation. So, yeah, obviously, obviously, a lot higher than the one point seven to two point four, you know, range that that we've been in for a long time. Um, is that so, the normal amount, or quote unquote? Um, or what's a healthy amount? Well, it depends. I mean, it really depends. Uh, the Federal Reserve likes to try to keep inflation down. Um, typically, you know, pre-COVID happening, they were trying to get inflation to, you know, the goal of the Federal Reserve was to have as close to full employment as they could and inflation around 2% before they'd start, um, you know, raising interest rates and whatnot. Um so they don't want it to get too high. I mean, we saw what terrible things happen when inflation gets out of control in the 80s. Um, you know, we don't need to revisit that where inflation got up into 
15, 16, 17, 18. I think it might have even touched over 20 there for a bit. Um, and, and it's just ridiculous. I mean, think about that. Trying to buy a house, Ugh. and right now we're we're at you know between three and four percent for most people on on interest rates for their house, and instead you're at 20, <laughs> you're at 20 percent per year. I mean, that, that's insane. It's insanity. Um, so yeah, we don't want to get to that point, um, and the Fed doesn't either, and no no one wants to. So. We're we're hot. Uh, that's what they call it when inflation gets high. They call it the economy's getting hot, and um, so the, that's what the Federal Reserve, you know, is talking about for early next year and and kind of through twenty twenty two is, um, you know, doing what's called tapering. Uh, so they're gonna you know buy less um, as time goes on and lower that down to so that they're buying none. Uh, you know, quit buying more. Um, you know, securities and ETFs and bonds and all of that. Um, and then they, you know, they may start raising interest rates slowly. Um, but you know, well, that, that's to be determined of how quickly all of that works. And as the data changes, they, they work off of what the new data is, but yeah, it's, it's getting, it's getting higher. Um, you know, the 6.2 it's, I don't think it's of immediate concern, um, cause the fed can control it. But, uh, yeah, I mean, it's definitely something to, that that's a factor now that hasn't been a factor, um, you know, in people's financial plans for like, like we've been saying, you know, 20, 30, 30 plus years since 1990 it's 31 years. Is that all mostly just this in a vacuum, 6.2% all COVID and stimulus package package based? Yes. Yes. Um, it is, we, uh, well, one, uh, as a federal government, put out a whole bunch of stimulus money and put a bunch of money into the pockets of, of citizens. Um, the Federal Reserve uh, lowered interest rates, so it made it easier, which when they lower interest rates, that, that helps boost inflation. Um, and, and, then they, and then they started buying assets, you know, buying ETFs, buying bonds, uh, increasing their balance sheet, which that has a, um, a pressure to increase inflation. And then, yes, the, the COVID with the shutdown, like I alluded to earlier, uh, the fact that people, you know, couldn't work and things were shut down and we weren't making things and it wasn't just the U.S., like it, it was everywhere we have this bottleneck of demand. Everyone wants stuff now. Like we're trying to work out of it, but we can't, you know, let's use cars. For example, there's, there's not enough supply of cars out there because when we took, you know, depending upon what country it was, when they took their time off, that's X amount of weeks or months that they weren't working, creating, you know, the metal needed and creating the plastics needed. And, and one of them is the, the semiconductors and, you know, people possibly have heard about the semiconductor shortage. Well, they can't just, you know, if, if at full capacity, they were making, <clears throat> you know, uh, let's make up numbers. If at full capacity, they're making a thousand semiconductors, you know, chips a day. Well, they, you, you just, you know, it doesn't just turn back on now that people are going back to work. It doesn't just go from, well, we were making none to back up to a hundred. Like you have to slowly ramp that back up and then you get to a hundred, but then you have, you know, X amount of days in there that no one was working. So now making a hundred isn't enough because you need to make 200 to try to catch up. Well, how do you make 200 when you were at full capacity making a hundred? And then demand is even stronger on top of that because everyone was cooped up because of COVID that people want more and more and more. 
so it's it's this bottleneck of things that's slowing everything down and we we are working through it you know as a as a the us and as the the world and and it just takes time to work through that but again as there's more demand for things prices go up and that's that's what is inflation inflation is prices going up so you know if there's one person that wants to buy that semiconductor well it's priced at a dollar but when a hundred people want that one semiconductor they can charge a lot more and so yes i i I very very firmly believe that this is you know a direct cause of everything that happened from you know the covid takes you back to econ 101 an influx that's right supply demand supplies low put your arms out (laughs) supply demand make that x i was the my econ professor is the, the rubber band and X. Yeah, he always used the rubber band analogy. But anyways, oh, yeah. um, so so the influx of cat, I, I, I for whatever stupid reason, have you ever seen the, the TV series Chernobyl? Yes. Yes, very good. Yes, so great. Yes, great, great, great show. show. So I was just, for whatever reason, just popped in my head of... <clears throat> Thinking like the and then maybe it's a terrible analogy, maybe it's brilliant, but um, thinking of the economy as like the nu- nuclear war or war plant, nuclear plant, and you talked about the economy boiling or getting hot. So some of those rods, mm-hmm. I just think of that scene of him explaining the process and the science of yes of the yes. plant of how to cool it, uh, how to make it hotter. So. Talk Absolutely. about if you're following my analogy. <laughs> I am. That's actually an amazing analogy. I hope most people listening to this have seen it. If you haven't, go watch the show. It's it's a what short documentary series on on Chernobyl and one how of the it, best TV shows. How, yeah, HBO. Oh, yeah, yeah, so, so good. yeah, phenomenal. Um, so yeah, yeah. Do you want me to kind of yeah? So talk about that analogy it, with or? our current situation. As hot as the economy is, what are some cooling rods that we can insert to to bring it down what what's gonna to cool it at? yeah yep um so you know one obviously is just time you know the bottleneck of the supply chain once it starts working itself out and we have more supply um you know that's that's how you counteract high demand is having more supply so you know instead of having going back to my semiconductor analogy instead of having only one semiconductor where 100 people want it well now if we can get back to you know well, now we have 100. We've built up production. So now we have 100 chips, and there's still 100 people that want it. Well, now the you know, supply and demand are, are equal again. They're in balance, and so that price can come back down to a dollar. So that's part of it, but that takes time. Uh, the Federal Reserve lowering their balance. Well, first, they need to st- it's what's called tapering. So they need to slow down the amount that they're purchasing every month, which they're expected to start doing here soon. Um, and then once they stop buying more, uh, they can continue that by selling some of their their assets. So, so the Federal Reserve, you know, for those that not, and I don't want to get too much into the weeds of this, but the the Federal Reserve owns tons of assets. Like when uh, when when things like this happen and the economy needs a kind of a, a Gatorade or whatever, you know, they need a jolt, they need an EpiPen, uh, the the Federal Reserve just goes and buys a bunch of stuff. 
And and I don't want to say stuff. They're not buying houses and they're not buying land. And but like they'll go buy a bunch of bonds and they'll go buy. You know now they're buying even ETFs and they're 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 putting money into the market to make sure that the market is you know still stays active and and that there's buying support there and and it helps it helps the market not have as big of crashes. Now there's debates on whether that should happen or not or whether we should just have free flowing markets. You could debate that all day. Um, that's not what this podcast is about. But so what they've done is, is they've been buying assets, and and what they're saying now is, is we're not gonna stop buying, and we're not gonna sell. We're just gonna buy less until we, you know, and, and we're gonna taper that down, where we're buying less and less and less each month, till we get to zero. And then once they get to zero, they can actually start selling and start lowering their balance sheet and lessening it that. So that's another rod that they can use. And the third one is they could raise interest rates. Um, that that can that can put the brakes on an economy. They have to be very careful with that one because um, they need to. They need to raise interest rates. We have to. Um, having interest rates from the federal federal funds level side of things is, is think of it kind of like the airbag for, for the economy um, and, and the economy is the car. Right now, we have no airbag. We're at zero. So like if terrible, terrible things would happen and we'd go into a recession, the Fed doesn't have too many more of those irons to put in there. And now we might have Chernobyl-type situation. Um, so they need to start putting some of these irons, which they're starting to do. They need to start putting some of these rods back in there and, and start cooling this down and get it a little bit more under control so that if other factors outside of their control start happening and it starts heating up, they have some ability to do things because right now, um, you know, basically all the all the rods are out. They're 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 not doing anything to slow it down, and, and they need to start doing that. So I'd say those those are the three. You know, to use your analogy, the rods that could go into a you know nuclear reactor. Um, that would be it. Those those would be the main ones that they can do. Sweet. Oh yeah, great analogy. Great analogy. Thank you. I had oh I was <clears throat> I had a thought and then just lost it and then I popped back in. It's just a perfect storm of pandemic. <clears throat> we all go home because we can't work. The supply chain's cut off, but we need to work from home and we need to more computers and new and more right. at home and desks yes, and all, all that, that home stuff. stuff lights and, <laughs> and that is just a perfect well, storm of everything absolutely well and think about when we were trying to set up for this podcast i mean to get our equipment uh there's so many you know and there's so many desks and computers and cameras and and lights and people needed that so that they could work from home and have good zoom meetings with you know their clients or whatever they were working from home and none of it was there right I mean, stuff was on back order for months and and that's the demand went up and but yet the supply wasn't refilling itself even just refilling it because then no one was working to make the new stuff so yeah it was the unfortunate perfect storm to cause where where we are cleaned out some inventory though boy that that uh that we did as a as a uh country and as the world we've bought a lot of stuff so why does this matter why 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 do we care about inflation yeah um 
Well, I mean, we should always be watching it. You know, I call <laughs> to go back to my original analogy with the Grinch. You know, it's what did the Grinch do during Christmas? He snuck in at night and stole the presents and the trees and and I think the meals and everything. Stole everything out of the house when people were sleeping and and uh, you know they were unaware of it. And you know they knew the Grinch was up there, but no one really paid attention to the Grinch. And and that's kind of what inflation is. Um, you know, not a lot of people talk about it. It's not sexy. It's not something that it's being talked about more now because inflation's higher at six point two. But even when it was lower, um, you know, at two to three percent per year, it's 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 eating away, or potentially eating away at your savings and your retirement and, and your retirement plan because if if you know for easy math if if inflation is two percent and if you have all your money sitting in a savings account earning you zero or very very close to zero your money is very safe but it is very safely losing you two percent <laughs> per year right. because the cost of everything to buy is going up two percent per year so you can't buy as much the next year and then you can buy even less and then even less and even less. So, um, you know, that I'd say that's the the main thing. And obviously now with it being higher, you're really getting crushed if all your money's sitting in a savings account. Right now, stuff's going up at 6.2% per year and your money isn't making anything. So I wouldn't say inflation is something people need to fear or be worried about, but it's definitely not something that you want to forget. Um, you know, that's, that's the biggest thing. You don't want to forget about it. Like you want to factor it into your financial plan. You want to make sure you're thinking about it. Um, you don't want to have all of your money just sitting in a savings account because inflation is going to sit there and just eat away at it slowly and slowly and slowly. And it's, you know, death by a thousand cuts or 10,000 cuts or whatever that saying is. Well, in its basic form, you, in a, in a sense, in a wealth sense of creating wealth, you need to earn However, you earn, generate wealth at a higher rate than inflation and um, interest rates. So, if you're borrowing or you know savings account, whatever, with your uh, inflation rate, make sure that your money is being earned at a higher rate. As a basic basic math problem. Absolutely, absolutely. That's that's the goal. Just making sure that that, that that happens. And then, you know, obviously since it's higher now, that that's harder to do. Um, but, you know, once things go back to, I don't want to say normal, because again, we don't really know what normal is. Over the last 30 years, normal has been somewhere between, you know, 2 3% per year. So if it goes back somewhere with that, it makes it easier. But yeah, you want to make sure that, that your assets are growing faster than that so that you're at least keeping up, hopefully beating inflation. Well... I think we did. We got lucky with a lot of our analogies today. Uh, we we by no means absolutely <laughs> planned the whole Grinch and inflation thing. Tanner literally walked into the room <laughs> with the Grinch sweatshirt. <laughs> uh, uh, that's right. It's a Christmas episode, but it fits nicely, um, and it kept in the that it did the, the Christmas theme. So, well. This is the last episode of 2021 for us as we close out the year. We want to wish all of our listeners a Merry Christmas and Happy Holidays. We hope that you are not um, a Grinch this year, that you're in a festive mood and, <laughs> and return all the That's presents. That's right. Leave that for me. Yeah. Return all the presents to Cindy Lou Who and all the, all the <laughs> what are they called? 
God, uh, the Who's. The Who's in Whoville. Yeah, yes. The Who's. Yes. Yeah. So happy holidays to you and yours for wherever your Whoville is. Um, we hope this episode has been helpful. As always, thanks for listening. If you haven't yet, please uh, like, subscribe, leave us a review. Um, we're committed to continuously providing the most accurate and relevant content with some unique analogies and fun ways to correlate <laughs> everything and make it easy to consume. So uh, if you have any questions or suggestions, uh, shoot us an email, podcast at financiallysharp.com, podcast at financiallysharp.com. Thanks, everybody. See you in 2022. This podcast is for informational and entertainment purposes only and should not be relied upon as a basis for investment decisions. This podcast is not engaged in rendering legal, tax, financial, or other professional services. Investment advisory services are offered through Harmony Wealth, a registered investment advisor authorized to do business in states where registered or otherwise exempt from registration. If you have questions pertaining to your specific situation, please contact Harmony Wealth at 602-935-5155 or at HarmonyWealthAZ.com. 